This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings ZD right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And today, we're going to start off with a question from a community member. Oh my gosh, I don't have her name written down here. Ah! She was so nice. She was like, I've been listening to all the podcasts in order. Hold on, hold on. We're, we're going to find her name. Okay, it's Lindsay. Her name's Lindsay. Okay. Thanks, thanks for the question, Lindsay. Sorry that I didn't. Where I had noted down your question, I had not noted your name. Lindsay's been listening to the podcast in order and having so much fun. Yeah. Or no, wait, she's just having normal so much fun. Wait, she's learning so much and having S-E-W much fun. There we go. So much fun. So much fun. So much fun. And Lindsay asks, tips for starting sewing squishy and slithery and stretchy fabrics <laughs> like, yeah. like bamboo lycra. It's one of my favorites to wear, but my machine will just sew in the first spot until the end of time, unless I lift the foot and walk it forward until I can get enough through that I can grab and pull it, assisting the feet dogs. Um, and then she asked for underwear patterns, which we're actually not going to cover here. Sorry, Lindsay. You can only do so much. Okay. But I think you got Look up floozy doozy. I, I think you got good um, answers on that in the group. That's she Pattern did. recommendations she did. Yeah. are always so good for the group because, you know, there's like a zillion patterns out there. So. I know. That, like, I could never know all of I like of when them, somebody puts you know? on a, up a, a picture of a, like, and they're like a ready to wear. And they're like, does anybody like, know a pattern? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> But then someone else yeah. in the group does. does. Yeah, right, no, it's right, always right. a miracle. Yeah, we always love that. So anyway, stretchy, slithery, slinky, squishy. I love those yeah. adjectives. And that's kind of what, you know, they but, are. Yeah, you know, it's totally correct. I, I always called it like sewing on, sewing on sand. It like just goes through your fingers like sand. Just, you know. Well, I think it's different than sand, though, because it slithers. you talk about, I feel like you've always said that sewing on chiffon is sewing, like, through sand, and mm-hmm. I agree with that. But, like, with the knits, you get that 3D sometimes squish factor yep. that is different, you right. know, because that's what you, I feel like you always said, like, sewing on chiffon, you know, it's like sewing on sand. And with, Well, I think when I'm saying sewing on sand, it's like something that, when you put two pieces of fabric together mm-hmm. and they just slide off of each other. Right, you know? right. Um, which bamboo does. Yeah, the bamboo lycras, which, yes, I also also enjoy wearing those. Right. Man, it's just the clingiest, slipperiest stuff. <laughs> it's, it's, it, is, it is nice, though. So anyway, starting off on knits, let's, like, first of all, why is this happening? Okay. Right. Let's talk about, like, why this is happening. And it won't happen on every machine, but I have had a slinky knit even get caught down in the feed dogs on, like, a pretty nice machine. Yeah. Okay? So this is one of those things I think that can happen um, 
across levels of machine. You know, even if you have one with a super strong motor or you have one. Or, and you're using the right needle. Yeah. yeah. You know. So I wanted to talk about that. Um, first of all, do make sure you're using the right needle. Right? Yes. Because what can happen, and this may not be exactly what hap- what's happening to Lindsay, but if you get a needle that can't go between the fibers easily, it will push the fabric down, right? right? Uh, it, exactly. That's exactly what you're doing. You're just, it's like you're, you know. It's like taking, a hammer. Yeah, it's like you're taking <laughs> a stuffing fork and stuffing it down in there. I mean, that's Exactly. Oh, I love that stuffing. Yeah, it is a stuffing fork. Yeah. <laughs> it totally is. So you're stuffing your machine full of bamboo lycra. Right. Uh, so you need to find the right needle. And we do have a podcast about the three top needles for knits for knits um with bamboo lycra you might be in microtex I land i might be in microtex land for me i would start with microtex land i would yeah 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 see yeah. how it goes ballpoint yeah. might be a little too i yeah uh, i don't think ballpoint's gonna help you yeah i think that ballpoint won't i think help. it's gonna bounce right off the fabric so to speak. or just bring a whole bunch of it down with it right you know right. that's right. what i mean it's yeah. sort of just bouncing bouncing right take, sending it down there yeah so a stretch needle might work yeah i as think well. stretch might work but not i'd steer i'd steer clear of the bamboo right. and mm-hmm. or excuse me of the uh jersey ballpoint yeah okay i think i just think it would be too blunt i really do and you can as as we discussed uh like when we were discussing the linen you know podcast a few right. times ago the fiber content doesn't always define how the fabric acts. No, it's it also the way it's knitted or woven. And it's the weight and, you know, it's but, all kinds. It, and some of them have finishes on them or they've been dyed or printed on, you know, so you, you don't know. I think some of that really thin, um, you know, slinky, tissuey bamboo lycra, it's like really tightly knitted. Right. You know, it is. so that you almost want That's why I'm thinking microtex yeah versus yeah. roll over right. the the fibers right so it's yeah it's probably yeah it's like you said it's it's not easy to go between right the other thing is like why is this happening your feed dogs might have trouble gripping that fabric absolutely especially up against like the slick underneath side mm-hmm. of your foot mm-hmm. okay so at you know feed dogs not being able to grip that is totally valid right. okay i don't you know i don't think that once again it's happened to me on a hundred dollar machine and on a ten thousand dollar machine right. right okay so that can definitely happen um and you know since it's so slick even if your feed dogs do catch it Right. Maybe they're not able to do their best work. Right. Well, and I think you need to think about your presser foot here, too. Yeah. You know, you don't want something that's open-toed or, Mm. you know, yes, you do want something that will accommodate a stitch that goes side to side. But, um, and sometimes in this instance, sometimes a plastic foot. Yeah, you think it will will like grip. just grab yourself a little bit better or something. I don't know what that instead of like two pieces of metal, you know. Yeah, I, but I really like you bringing up the um not open toed. Yeah, because the needle just, can bring up the fabric. Right, sometimes that just doesn't too. secure yeah. your fabric at all. Right, does you know you want you know any? I mean, rule of thumb should be, or rule of sewing should be whatever is that 
you know, using the right presser foot means it holds as much fabric as possible. Like as much support. Right. You from get as top much and bottom. Support from as... top and bottom as possible. Yeah, because we talk, right. you know, we, yeah, that that's a, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you do have any, like, flagging, too, it can, you know, prevent right. that. And then something that can help your feet dogs perform better in this instance, so if they're having trouble moving things along, is what? Lengthening your stitch. You can lengthen your which stitch. Which is just what this podcast should be called. It's it should be called Lengthen Your Stitch. <laughs> well, and, and she's talking about in the beginning, too. And yeah. she may need a leader fabric. Well, we're. I thought we'd get to that. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. thought we'd get to, like, you know, maybe talk about, like, why it's happening. And then, so why, I'm saying why it's happening, Lengthen Your Stitch, because what if Lindsay is using a 3 or 3.5? Right. Well, Lindsay, maybe you want to see how your machine would do on this fabric well, and if you put it up even higher. And here we go to testing, testing, right. testing, right. right? So, you know, and you should be on two pieces of fabric when you're testing, mm-hmm. okay? That's what your machine is meant to sew on. Um, you know, I always check it. I always check my knit stitch, whatever, my length and my width and, and whatever, because... Like you said, you get the squishy, you know, the the billowing or the pillow pillowing of it, you know. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't always test. But if I start and things don't go well within, like, two stitches, mm-hmm. I stop. You stop. And yes, I, yes. I'm like, oh, this isn't yeah, working. Don't force. Don't, do- don't think you can stretch it through or pull it through. Right. Like, That's not going to help you. In the long run, stop. you're going to wind up with a product, <laughs> right, that... that <laughs> That you're unhappy with because you're going to. You'll just chew through the fabric right. somehow. You'll chew through it or you'll, you know, you'll take your stretch out that you need or say just whatever. I mean, I remember in my beginning days of sewing, this happening to me more often and having to take like the throat plate off because I'd mm-hmm. sewn the machine all together right. to the right. fabric somehow. I mean, literally <laughs> you'll open the machine and your fabric will be in your bobbin. In hook. your bobbin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You'll have to like cut down there, you know, right. cut it out. So I guess I want to say. Sometimes when I'm being a little bad or I'm rushing and I haven't. Oh, Mallory gets Mal- so bad. Mallory rushing? Oh, what? Mallory What's bad. Mallory bad. Um, sometimes if I do that, but like I, if I notice on my second stitch things are bad, I'm like, whoa, whoa, right. whoa, let's stop. And you know what? I have to be honest, Lindsay. Sometimes it stitches in place twice and I'm like, whoa, stop. Needle up, foot up. And I do just move it forward and start sewing. Well, Here's depending, here's some, and here's something else. And this you don't, you know. So you've tested, and you think you have the right needle, and you think you have good thread, and all this is to start on the fabric and back stitch first. Mm-hmm. So you're on the fabric, back stitch, then to your end, and then see if it'll go forward because that extra thread yeah. <laughs> not only gives it support, but it's being held together. Yeah, it's like a tread on a tire too. It a little is. bit. It's, it so it is. I mean, you will be surprised friction. how that work that how that can work. Yeah, you you won't believe it can work, and then you're like, oh. No. I mean, and I'm talking about start like two, three stitches in. If yeah. it's not a big deal, yeah. you know. Well, let's pause then for a quick break, and let's come back and talk about some solutions like to this issue, like back stitching and leader fabrics and stuff like that. ZD. 
Wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you, the leggings expert? Well, yes, Mal. That's why we produce the Made to Measure Leggings class. I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. You, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SoHere.com slash leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to SewHere.com leggings and get started today. Sewing out loud. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay. So, what can you do to prevent this from happening in the first place? Okay, let's start out with what I wouldn't do. First of all, I do not like to temporarily stabilize an entire knit seam absolutely not i like what i mean by that is so what we'd recommend here one thing you can do you take that receipt paper or that tearaway stabilizer or a little bit of printer paper we are not saying tissue paper we don't like tissue we paper. don't like tissue, tissue paper, paper falls apart fibers go down into the machine kind of like when your knit fabrics go mm-hmm. down into your throat so you what it does is it just <laughs> it just debris accumulates faster yeah okay we know debris always accumulates right but it will accumulate faster because tissue paper is it's just tissuey tissuey yes kind of like this freaking fabric that we're talking about right they do call them tissue knits right sometimes right okay so what i would do here is just like a little square a little rectangle where you can put that under just the start of your seam Mm -hmm. and then start sewing there and then once you get going 
you should be fine. You should be fine. Like once you once you get on your straightaway, and and you should be allowing yourself some seam allowance. We've got a podcast about right. that, right? Because you can suck like the side of your fabric down into your um, right. throat plate if you don't have enough. And that, I mean that's true for just about anything, um, any fabric. But anyway, when people say, "Oh, put tear away under like the whole length of your seam," I mean you can, but you're gonna be pick and tear away well out of your then you seam. then well and and you know <laughs> if you really need that stabilizer and that seam i question what's going on yes you know like i it just you really should may not mm, be in good working right, order. the right. needle the needle right. uh, all that all that yeah so i don't if if you need it to get started i wonder how long much longer receipt tape will exist well it's you'll gonna, have it it's just that it'll be um it's it's the um Heat, uh, no, but like, how much time. longer are they gonna make receipt I tape? I don't know. There's you know? people that print everything out and want a receipt. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I wonder. I wonder in stores where they ask you if you want a printed receipt or not. You know, and you yeah. get to choose. I wonder. I wonder what the percentage is. That's like a good who, question. Who takes what? You know, yeah. actually, sometimes I don't want to do email because I don't want to type in my email. Exactly. So what that too. what that means is that I want some company to store my data right. for convenience purposes. Right. Anyway, uh, so anyway. <laughs> right. Okay. So starting off, that's leader paper. Right. I'm a bigger fan of that for this than leader fabric. The thing about leader paper is but, you can slip it a little bit under your uh -huh. fabric, right? So it laps over. Yeah. You know, and you you um you know, you can start sewing on the paper and or on the paper and the and fabric. fabric. You can do it either yeah. either way. Um and you know, it will tear away really easily. If you start with fabric, you really need to just butt it up against there, okay? Mm -hmm. And it may not be as easy as something that you're, you know, like fabrics you're butting in. Because you're not going to butt up. Okay? You're not, not going to yeah, butt right. up a knit. Yeah, you're going to butt, you're up, butt a, up like a woven or something. A couple pieces okay? of quilting cotton. You yeah. are not going to butt up the same fabric because you're having trouble with it already. Yeah, so what you're going to get there with fabric is you're, you are going to get like a good start because, oh, my, my machine's forming a stitch. Yay, you know, right. those the bobbin thread and the upper thread are interlocked right. in a lock stitch. Good, good for it. However, you could still have your, like, you know, needle punching this fabric down into the throat exactly. plate problem. So, you know, another thing that we do, and it does not work on these types of fabrics, is to starch that, you know, right there okay. at that end of the fabric. You know, I wondered if this was going to come up. Yep. Some people, and they, they say it works for them, so I don't want right. to, like, bash this right. too much. They put a gelatin. Yes. It's uh, what? I'm. I want to say a rinse, but it's not a rinse because like they leave it in there and then they right. rinse it out. It's like a stabilizer. And they're, also. they're starching yes. it basically. Yes, it's you know? basically a starch. So they are starching it. I don't like to do stuff like that to my knits. I don't either. But but I know but people it's, that it's been done. Yeah, people yes. like it. The reason I don't like to do it to the knits is because I don't want it to dry in a distorted fashion. Right now, I do like using um the um water soluble stabilizer oh like you'll wonder tape your seam or something well, not or wonder no. tape no just, oh, you mean like, just like embroidery oh i'm stabilizer. sorry yeah. yeah like a topping right okay like i'm a sorry topping. i was 
And um, I have like actually wrapped it, you know, like uh-huh. from underneath and went open. The That's top. a good so idea. There's a little tab there. Yeah. So it doesn't scoot out mm-hmm. okay so i i kind of like that oh that's a good idea you know so you take maybe like two inches say uh-huh. and there's an inch on the back and then you're going to you know yeah, you fold it up and over on there yeah, you know to be on the top yeah so in other words you have enclosed the two raw edges that you're starting from you could also kind of combine those like the leader paper right and right. the water soluble with hey, that back you do stitch. whatever you have to do well i was yeah. gonna say with the back right. stitch technique yes okay yes. so you you know if you yes. want to be really sure and i mean honestly this probably would save well, you more heartache if you, you just... know you can do that you can also do the thing where you just have a leader thread so you by hand Ugh. take a thread and put it through do you know what i mean <laughs> or you you know i mean you know you you take your fabric you let the needle pierce it once yeah you pull you pull your you know pull your bobbin thread up and then you cut it and you've got those two threads and you take the thread and you pull you're guiding your right fabric you're, you're, you're putting pressure to pull that back you know under now i don't like that on a knit yeah, yeah. i, don't like I mean either, it no. but it but you yeah. know what it doesn't mean that i wouldn't come up against something where i had to use that so i i want to say something that might not be super helpful to Lindsay. But that might be informative to people. Well, she was liking us up to now. Uh, yeah, right. So yeah. we'll see if this ends. Yeah. Um, but this is part of the reason why a serger is very helpful for right. knits. Now, the one thing, though, the challenge for these fabrics uh, or any slippy fabric on a serger is that the top layer will get pushed forward. Or both layers. You know, um, but, you know. Pushed away. Well, I'm saying I'm saying you oh. try to put your two layers under, or if you don't, kind of right. like lift the toe of the presser foot. Sometimes like that can happen. Right. But so I'm not saying that like surger land. Oh, go just go to a surger and everything and will be, be fine. Perfect. No. But what the sergers do have are those stitch fingers, right? They have the stitch fingers. They have the, um, uh, you know, feed dogs. The differential feed dogs. There's there's a lot there and because no bobbin. But you know, they're made yeah. to work with knits, yeah. and the stitch is knitted right. for the knitted fabric. Um, but when you know, it it has its issues too because the slick fabrics also will tend to move away from the knife after mm-hmm. it's cut. Yeah. So you know your stitch is falling off the edge of your fabric. So you and that usually is just a hand manipulation that's a, that's to keep the that going. That's the space time continuum. Right. If anybody right. remembers that's that. Right. Well, if she's listening to all of these. <laughs> that's right. If she's listening yeah. to them all in order. <laughs> she's telling the truth. <laughs> so, so anyway, yeah, you. So some of this issue is solved by the like the structure of a, you know an overlocker machine. Yes. But some of it is then then you can have other issues. You know right. uh, when you go to the surgery. So I would say I just do want to reiterate that lengthening your stitch is important. I've seen this on some of the lower end machines. Mm-hmm. I'm talking. You know you did get the ninety nine dollar machine. And that's fine, but I've seen people in that class I used to teach called How to Use Your Sewing Machine. We had to go up to the four, the right. five. Le- so, wait, so wait, what? Wait, yeah. wait. We had to go up to the four, the five length, and then the resulting stitch is not right. four or five. That's exactly okay? what I like, was going to say. Well, 
thank you right, for right. teaching me that. Um, so, so the but, four or five may wind up being a 2.5 or a three. Right. So if you're trying to stitch with a two or a 2.5, it winds up being a, a zero. zero. So that's yeah. why you're in one spot. So right. this is another reason why, like, when you get to know your machine, you can't – because I – I've noticed this on different machines. I'm like, well, if I, this machine, I'm okay to go up to just a three. And this machine, I'm going right. to go to a four, you know? And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but when you take out your little ruler and you measure the millimeters between stitches, you might find a disconnect right. between the actual setting and your result on a knit. Right. Then, if you go to a woven and you do the five millimeter length, you might be like, whoa, that's like really long. Yeah, that's because, long. I'm not going to hold anything together. Right, because the nature of the fabric, it's, right. you know, allowing the feed dogs to do a better job. So, yeah, just, just like keep that in mind. Um, I do not measure. I, you know, but I just, I'm just saying like well, that, and I mean, that will happen. One thing I would like to add here is. Anytime, you know, every piece of fabric will have a uniqueness about yeah. it. Like, especially if you're not used to, to sewing lots of fabrics or you're new at this or whatever. You know, there's there's people have been sewing for years and they've been quilting. So they're, you know, they only are used to, you know, addressing a quilting cotton. And so then they get this other piece of fabric that seems so foreign. And, you know, we also have people now that have sewn only on knits that and they're like is, how do i go to a woven it's it's really funny because yeah. that that that's sort of a new phenomenon we don't have you know actual stats on that but it right. seems to be with with knits being so much more common and then that being what it's people want to wear what people are you know? wearing and it's what they're also manufacturing and then yes. this new generation of stitchers who have easy access to knits right. are like well hell i'm buying a knit do you remember oh my gosh it was trying terrible. to get a knit we yeah. would we wanted to just teach this class on the serger. We right. did a freaking lettuce edge on the edge of some knit. And we have a lot of fabric, but we didn't want to like give up all our nice knit that we can't ever right. find anywhere, you know, to uh, making samples in the shop and like finally we found some at the Joann's. And then online fabric shopping became more and well, more. Well, and it was kind of funny because knits have almost always been an online thing or an order thing mm -hmm. you know knits were never in this like knits did not start out being in the fabric store well seemed like you know not, it, not where we live anyway yeah right and we are pretty far away from like the coast yeah. you know if I, or, or chicago right. you know where vogue is or whatever well is vogue even there anymore is I don't that know. still there i would assume okay, that they're online too i'm like remembering know. somebody closing but maybe it's not them anyway anywho um yeah so there are people now you're right who are like ew a woven yeah they're like what do i do or maybe <laughs> you know? they're like i'm not gonna fit a woven See, right that's, that's funny. the other thing too yeah it's generally easier <laughs> to fit yes that's kind of funny because we would run into the thing where like someone was a quilter and they were like well i'm not gonna make clothes because like fitting is so right complex. they don't they don't want to fit i don't right. want to fit myself is usually what they right. say and yeah. then knits come around and they're easier right you know and then people are like oh well i'm not gonna make a woven top you know because wasn't it janet that like 
we just totally converted. She did. She took your t-shirt class. Yes. And then she was like, hi, I've made 20 t-shirts <laughs> yes. in the past week. And I you made know? this one has this sleeve. And this one has this <laughs> neckline. And this, and I mean, she went out. She's like, this is the best thing that ever happened to me. But Which is always fun when you teach a class. Right. And somebody comes yes. you know, no, out of always, it like that. Always, always yeah. very rewarding. Yeah, when someone when someone is successful. So anyway, uh, yeah. Um, okay, wait we were talking about ways to like prevent this happening. Right. I those are I I think we may have Oh, I guess I'll bring up another thing. Presser foot pressure cuz everybody always brings us up. Yeah. This can get dicey. Be careful guys when you put that presser foot pressure down on that knit, you're spreading it out. I've seen people say to maybe lessen it though too. Yes. And so And that might be true. All I want to say is Get to know that dial. This is so different on every machine. And it's yes. not available on every machine. And it's not either. on every machine. But usually I, it's on the side of your machine. I've or seen on them the on the top. top. And then sometimes and it's, like right in like the needle. Sometimes it's electronic you know, though. Above too. the needle. Yes, it could be electronic. You know, too. so But yeah. Okay, I have seen actually on the uh, older baby lock sergers, and I think maybe even mm-hmm. on some models that are out right now. There isn't like a gauge, which is so silly. Yeah. Uh, so it's like you adjust it, and you may not know where you were before. Right. Um, so just get to know your machine a little bit. It could work. That's not the first thing, though. That it's, I have had, I have guided people toward success right. without doing that. Uh, right. Mostly stitch. I would say it's one of the last things. And yeah. please be. Don't, oh, and don't mess with your tension. Don't mess with your tension. You don't Look, need you, to. Hey, it is minute, like, going to be like 26 or 27, and have we even talked about tension no. yet? No. we have not. Do not. <laughs> if you want to mess with tension, you can mess with your top tension. You cannot mess with your bobbin tension. If your tension Please is... Please don't. If your tension yes. is fine on a woven... It should be fine. And then you're going to a knit to right. just seam it together... And seaming a knit together is generally done with some kind of, like, offset, longer stitch. Um, I know that the triple straight stitch is a thing that I don't like. Um, but, and and we have the podcast, too, about why your stitches won't look as nice. That's right. On the knits. Okay, but it's not like your fabric's getting sucked down to the bottom because of your tension. No. You know, that's not that what's not going why. on. Yeah. That is not why. Don't Don't immediately go to that. Um, so the and name I of don't know why should... so many people immediately go, check your tension. No. If you've got a decent machine that's in working order, it's, the tension just shouldn't have to be switched for a simple garment construction. Yeah, not for just like going, you know, two layers of knit. Right. You know, you're, you're, the, other, the other problems you're encountering are needle type right. or stitch length are, well, you and know, I, I will stabilizing stress, the fabric. I, you know, the... I, I want to stress quality thread here, too, especially if you're on a knit, because the reason you're on a knit is it stretches, and you want it to stretch for some reason, and you like it, and you like that quality about that fabric. So that seam will be stretched. It will be stressed in that way that it will be stressed when you're putting it on or wearing it or whatever, when you're bending over, whatever you're doing, if you're doing yoga or if you're sitting in your... Uh, seat you know car seat driving and 
if you have lousy thread, it will pop. Yeah, yeah. You want something that's durable. The right thread and the right stitch, you know. And we like, if you're on your sewing machine, Lindsay, we, we like the Mettler Metrazine personally. So yes. that's what we go with. Um, but a few people in the group, they were having a discussion about different threads that they enjoyed. And so, they're, you know, depending on what's available in your area, um, get that. Okay, so we hope that that helps with the issue of a knit fabric kind of getting sucked down into the feed dogs when you start. I have an idea to continue on this, like, as a series. Like, what are things that make your machine stop going? Stop going, stop sewing. <laughs> Maybe well, we should I, ask I think in I want to mention one more thing. Oh, sure. When you're handling fabrics like this, mm-hmm. your hands, okay, if your hands are dry, like winter dry. Uh-huh. You know, chapped, dry. Well, I'm talking about dry skin. They will be harder to hold on to. Yeah. So you need to moisturize your hand. Now, I don't want you to, like, moisturize your hands and then touch your fabric right away or anything. But what I'm saying is it will really make a difference. I mean, yeah, prophylactic moisturizing right. of the hands right. is important. So, oh, you know, wash your hands before you go to bed and put some lotion on them or you, whatever. You were talking about your hands and stuff. Uh, another thing, Lindsay, which you're probably already doing, is make sure you're project isn't weighing down right support your support your fabric where you're trying yeah support your fabric support Support your your local fabric yeah support your support the fabrics on your sewing machine um but yeah i'm interested to maybe maybe i'll put out a thing in the group about you know what situations do you come up against where your machine just like stops or your you know is it a is it a big hump is it when you're going through gathers is it you know what is it uh that that makes your machine stop because there are things that happen (laughs) so I'll put that out in the group. Um, well, thanks for listening, everybody. We hope this helps. I think this is a really common problem with a couple pretty simple solutions yeah. to try. You and, know, and you know, not I guess crazy. I, I would say try not to be frustrated or get frustrated. There's probably a solution. Just you know, sort of methodically go through it, and it you know it doesn't mean you don't know what you're doing. It doesn't mean you're not you know. Oh, no, this happens to everyone, this. yeah. The, all about. these little problems happen. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Even even to people who are really experienced, because you can exactly. come up against a weirdo fabric, and you're trying to do something, even if you've done it before, you haven't done well, it with this fabric. Well, and the thing is, is there's or, so many fabrics. Right. There's just so many fabrics. Right, right. When I started sewing, there were like three kinds of fabrics. <laughs> you know, there was like wool and cotton, and then there was the infamous, you know, polyester of the 60s right yes yes so i mean that was about it linen all the things silk so there were mostly natural fibers fibers. and they were nice to sew yeah yeah most of them were very very nice to sew Lindsay said in this post that she just listened to the linen episode Mm -hmm. and she was had been hoarding it you know so she was ready to sew with it well, I've been kind of wondering if I should be making some linen pillowcases ever since I, I know we, we I'm talked I've, about that, and I actually looked to see if uh, I if I still had mine someplace, and I actually do have two. I've been, I've been thinking about a, a couple things like that too. Okay, well, ZD, uh, thanks for recording this podcast with me. Well, I don't normally you're think welcome. You're, yeah, yeah. That's maybe I should maybe I should include that in every one of them now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Take so it away. long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit sewhere.com.